All right, let's do this thing. This is the Always More Podcast. Hello and hello and welcome to the Always More Podcast where we believe there is always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and a deeper understanding. Today on the pod, we're talking about our reviews and recommendations of the week, a new segment about things you probably didn't hear about, a new segment titled, I don't know who needed to hear this, but... TNA conspiracy theories, share our thoughts with Chris, listener questions, and so much more. But first, my hero, my best friend, my guiding light, Christopher Thomas Ford. How are you doing, my brother? I am doing pretty well, man. I'm, I got to tell you, though, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> guiding light. I barely know where I am half the time. So if you're following me, we got some issues. <laughs> It's like it's it's like every time I I hear that phrase too, I think of um, Great Gatsby, and I think about like the green light, that shiny green light, right. the, the one that got him killed. Exactly, it could be good <laughs> or it could be bad. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, awful. To, to to be clear, you are a good light. I'm not saying that you're the green. For now, <laughs> for now, I'm for great now. while you're standing on your dock, reaching towards me on the other side of the what was it West Egg? Oh yeah, that's it. West but egg. if you get close, you might die. <laughs> Oh, guys. Hey, so if you're listening, it, well, of course, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, uh, this is our third episode that we're recording, but we're titling episode two. This is going to drive me insane that you decided to go this route, Chris. Oh, I know. This That's partially why I did drive it. Drive me insane. That is part of the reason I did it. Um, but we have some new audio quality stuff. Last week, we apologized, uh, and I apologize again. We just had some low quality because my wife had COVID, and it was snowpocalypse and a whole bunch of other things, which basically caused us to record virtually. And so that's why it was the way it was last week. But this week, we're together again. Much, much better. Also, yeah. your wife is feeling better, so don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, we went through the quarantine yes. period, so we weren't hanging out while she was sick. Right, right. So yeah. we're all fine here. We're we're all good. We're we're okay here. How are you? You know, <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? Uh, oh man. Well, hey guys, we have a great pod for you today. Uh, like I said before, we got a lot, like a lot of cool segments, a, a new segment, and things that we heard that people liked, and so we're going to do that again. And so we're just going to dive right in into our reviews and recommendations of the week. And so um, I, I gotta, I'm going to figure out a better name for this. I don't I was have just one yet. Say that we got to figure something out. Uh, Listeners, help us out. We need <laughs> reviews and recommendations of the week does not roll off the tongue very well. And so we need we need something different, something, something better. Something clever. Ooh, yes. Uh, bonus points, whoever can come up with the most clever name out there. The one we use, we will shout you out unless you don't want us to shout out for you, in which case we won't. Right. <laughs> it's all about consent here. Uh, all right. So, Chris, what uh, what have you been uh, reviewing? What have you been watching? What have you – what would you recommend to our listeners? Okay, so I really feel like – most of my recommendations are going to be cartoons. And it's not because I'm a parent, because these are all cartoons that I watch. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Don't judge me. Um, one of the shows I've been watching lately is Young Justice. It's kind of like a, a continuation yes. of Teen Titans, mm -hmm. which if you're a comic book fan, you know, is DC Universe. The OG know. Teen Titans. Uh, kind of. This this one's weird. It's It's got, like, all kinds of different, uh, like, teenage superheroes the original Teen Titans have aged up. Some of them oh. are in the, the Justice League now. I'm on, like, season three of the show, and now it's called the uh, Young Justice Outsiders. 
it's a really cool dive into like the subsect characters though, like oh. the ones you don't usually see, like Geoforce and Forager, mm. um, all kinds of cool stuff. They're bringing in like different background stories for the Teen Titans that you do know, like Beast Boy is an actor now. Oh. Uh, he was part of the Doom Patrol and then went into acting instead of being on the Teen Titans. Interesting. Um, Tara uh, Markovia is now, like, Tara from the Teen Titans. Yeah. So it, it's a pretty cool new take on those characters. Oh, how interesting. Um, another cool. thing that I've been listening to is podcasts. So since we started our own podcast, you know, I've been getting way more into podcasts than I originally had. Every About now time. and then. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, every now and then before I had listened to like maybe one episode of a random podcast. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm like following podcasts and I'm listening yes. to a few. One of my favorites is Under Our Roof, mm. done by Grace and Lizzie Baldridge. Cool. Uh, they live in California and they just basically talk about their lives as uh, a couple yeah. of eh, Californians, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, they talk about everything from like murders and different shows, uh, different shows that they watch, uh, okay. uh, life with their dogs, different, uh, the differences in their jobs and hmm. how they figure all that stuff out. It's a pretty cool podcast. Nice. Very, very cool. Little slice of life. I need it. Have I showed you my list of podcasts that I have? Yes. Yes, you have. <laughs> it's very long. <laughs> I don't, I only listen to like maybe 10% of them consistently. That's still like 128 podcasts, Tim. <laughs> Uh, you have like a thousand podcasts on your list <laughs> i know all right so for me um there's two things that i've been uh, i'm almost done with a show that i've been watching for a little while and it's so funny that you haven't watched this show because you introduced me to the movie and you haven't watched a show yet and it kind of ticked me off a little bit <laughs> I know. but the show is titled what we do in the shadows and if you have any young ones uh listening to this it is not a, uh, it is, it is not, it's not clean. for kids. It is not for kids. It is a mockumentary, uh, about vampires and it is freaking hilarious and I love it. It's from the mind of a uh, Taika Watiti. Is that how you say his name? Taika Watiti. Watiti. He yeah. is a New Zealander. New Zealander. New Zealander. <laughs> yeah. They, they were called Kiwis for a while. I don't know if that's offensive. I, I don't know either. If it is, we're sorry. <laughs> if it is, I'm sorry. I will reach out to some of my friends and find out. Yes. Anyways, uh, he's the guy who directed um, the second – no, th excuse me, third installment of Thor. He did Thor um, – um, what was that one? Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. He did Ragnarok. He was also the voice of the stone guy. Yes. What was his name? Oh, uh, oh, man, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he, he had like this you know, super like, hey, I'm going to do this and uh, just very straight and cut, yeah. and, you know. <laughs> Oh man, he was hilarious. He was. Uh, all right. Anyway, so, anyways, uh, he has a show, or he had a movie he he did before Thor Ragnarok called "What We Do in the Shadows," and it's a mockumentary mockumentary about uh, vampires. Very funny. Very just you know over the uh, not over the edge, uh, over the top, over the top, and uh, very just. I, I loved it. I think it was super. It took a long time for for Chris to get me to watch the movie. And so when I finally watched the movie, I found out that they had the show out on Hulu. So I I I dove in and I watched it and I loved it. And now I find out that Chris hasn't watched any of it yet and it's starting to really make me mad but hey, whatever that's not true i watched three minutes of the show <laughs> and then something came up and i had to leave and i never picked it up again three years ago and the other thing uh i just finished watching a movie titled judas and the black messiah um yes have you watched it no it is but it is on my list and i i've heard so many good things about it it is i mean just between the directing and the cinematography and the acting, 
Um, I, I personally did not know this story, uh, which says a lot about our education system right now. Um, but it was a very um, eye-opening and very, um, you know, it's funny. We talked a little bit last week about, um, you know, the X-Men and talked about Malcolm X and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And we hear about these main huge names that we know of when it comes to civil rights movement, but there are some that are maybe not at the same tier because rather history has blown them off or because, you know, like in this spoiler alerts, they were murdered or whatever. And there's just, it, it, it was eye opening to me as a white man to look at a piece of history that was only about 50 years ago and go, wow, I never heard this before. And it was, it was just a, it was a, um, it really revealed just how much we are hidden from a lot of history, especially when it comes to civil rights. Yeah. And so, um, but it was a great and fantastic movie. Yeah, that's one of those things I could probably dive into for an entire episode. Uh, but we'll save that for later once you guys are already attached to us. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, it, you, you know, they, they just don't tell you a no. lot of things. And then when you find out, you're like, oh, why didn't I know this? And there's really only one reason for them to not tell us. Yep. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nope. So we'll talk about it later. We will talk about it later. Well, hey, thank you so much for uh, listening for reviews and recommendations of the week. Next up, a new segment that we decided to plug in here. And uh, it's titled, I don't know who needed to hear this, but. And so I'm going to go first on this one because I'm really excited. I thought about this last night, and uh, I'm really excited because it was like, man, we need like fun new segments that don't take up a lot of time. And I thought this was great. Yeah, these I, short, I'm, I'm proud short of this. segments are pretty good. Yes. I like these. So uh, I don't know who needed to hear this, but if you're stuck on an annoying call, put your phone on airplane mode instead of just hanging up. The other person will see call failed instead of call ended. I mean, we've all been in this situation before. I just hang up the phone, to be honest. <laughs> like, I, I'll just hit the end button, and when they call, I don't answer. And then when I've got time later, I'm like, hey, I don't know what happened. Like, <laughs> I guess the call dropped, and I, I was just trying to – no. Well, well, now well, now if you do it this way, there, there's no, like – I mean, you're still lying, I guess, but there, there's no doubt. Like, oh, maybe the other person will, but like – But they won't catch me lying. That's what you're saying. <laughs> that's the, yeah, they won't catch you lying. <laughs> well, you know, I just hate being caught, so that's – Exactly what I'll do from this point forward. Uh, Chris, what you got? Uh, I don't know who needed to hear this, but your turn signal is the one on the left. Yes. I will hit you (laughs) if you cut me off and don't use your signal. I have totaled two cars already. I am not afraid to total a third. (laughs) I have really good insurance. I'll do it just to prove a point. Oh, man. Use your freaking turn (laughs) signal. Oh, guys, <laughs> I've been there for two of your accidents, or for one of your accidents, I think. Or I'm I, not there, but, like, I, I came in and you, saw— You were there to rescue me afterwards. Yeah. 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 I, I was stranded, and you came to pick me up. Oh, man. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for our new segment titled, I don't know who needed to hear this, but— And now, our third segment of the day. What did I miss? Yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, you should go first because I have no idea what your story is. And just from the title of it, I am, I'm, uh, I don't even know what to think about this one. <laughs> okay. So this man was caught in the carpool lane. Yeah. Got a ticket for like $400 Jeez. because he was driving alone in the carpool lane. Uh, yeah. He'd been doing it for about a year though and never got caught because in his passenger seat oh, no. was the most realistic dummy <laughs> 
that the police department had ever seen. Like, they were impressed. They weren't even <laughs> mad when they pulled him over. They finally pulled this guy over just for some random reason, and they're like, is is that that is that a dummy? Is your passenger okay? Is he okay? It was like he had done like a traffic dummy, but he put a hyper realistic human uh... mask on it and then put a COVID mask over that. <laughs> so he had just never been caught. He'd been doing it for like the last year, just driving in the HOV lane with oh another gosh, person in the car claiming it was a carpool. I guess I don't know what it was, but his ticket was like four hundred dollars because he'd been doing it for the past year and the police are just like, you know what? Just Stop. <laughs> just I'm not even mad. Just, just stop you know it. you can't do this, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah. This is very wrong. <laughs> yeah, so check this out. Like, here, I, I found the picture. Look at this, dude. Oh, my Look gosh. Look how realistic that is. Dude, he's got the plaid shirt. He's got the glasses. He's got a mask on, which is smart. That's what I'm co- saying. Like, the COVID like- mask, like, people just assume, like, oh, yeah, that's right. some old guy wearing a COVID he, mask. He does look old and off. You wouldn't but- know unless you, like, got super close or you were riding next to him for a minute <laughs> and saw that, hey, that's not – it's not moving. I'll, uh, we'll have to put it in the show notes. Yeah, later. yeah, we'll do that. Like, you sure. guys have to see this, please. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love it. <laughs> But that and he didn't get arrested. I would have arrested him, honestly. If I were a cop, I would have arrested him and well, the dummy. Well, see, I would have arrested the dummy just for the photo op. Just for the. Here's the question: Is how do they like how did how did this come out to the realization that he's been doing this for over a year? Did he just like oh he told t- them? Oh okay, they, yeah. He was like, yeah, I've been doing this for the past year. Nobody said anything. <laughs> Nobody said anything because he didn't get caught. I, excuse me, sir. I did not know I couldn't do that. <laughs> Can you show me the law where it says that? I can't use a dummy. Right here where it says carpool lane on the signs. (laughs) So that is a true story that really happened in America. Oh, man. America. All right. What's yours? What's yours, man? Okay, so um, I want to try to – I am not going to tell you the title of this because I want it to come come as a surprise. Okay. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, Edinburgh, uh, that is a a town in uh, England, U.K., why are there like four different countries in one country? That makes me so mad. Anyways, why are there like fifty different states in one country? Uh, okay, sh- true. <laughs> because America, Chris. Okay, stop it. All right, we're we're allowed. We're to the do that. only ones. <laughs> we want a war. <laughs> we want a war. <laughs> okay, so Edinburgh. It's it's a town somewhere in England. And uh, okay, so this man and this woman, they're they're walking. They're total strangers. Don't know each other. They walk across in the street and they get into an argument about something. It didn't say it in the article, but they get into an argument. And all of a sudden, um, they they start like getting it starts getting heated, you know, like you know they start getting defensive, and and the story goes the man like started to you know clench his fist like he's ready to like throw a punch. That's now this is according to the woman, and so what she does is she tackles the man, and then she starts to kiss him. In the middle of a fight. In the middle of a fight. Are you sure this wasn't like some no some he, couple that was just pretending to be strangers? No, no because here's where it gets. Odd and sad and also funny, and I, I'm going to feel bad probably saying that later, but she starts kissing him, like tongue and everything, and then she bites a piece of his tongue off. So not only is it sexual assault, but it's physical assault. Yes. Now, here's where it gets really strange. She bites off a piece of his tongue, and it's not the, a huge part, but it's enough to, like, spit out. She bites it off and puts it like, and she like spits it out into like the sidewalk. And then the, before the man can go over and retrieve his little piece of tongue that was bitten off, a seagull comes over and eats it. It just flies away with it. Dude, seagulls are savage. <laughs> They're so savage. What? <laughs> I, 
I just, I'm, I'm trying to picture myself in this man's shoes and just go, this woman just, I mean, you're in intense pain and you just got a piece of you bitten off. By a stranger. By a stranger after an argument. And, and a makeout session. <laughs> and a seagull just takes off with your with a piece of your tongue. And it's like. Every part of this story, I had no idea what was going to happen next. <laughs> and so you got to think about this. Like, wh- what do you do? Like, after you go to the hospital, it's like, okay, we're going to stitch up your tongue. And oh no, I don't have it. A seagull took it. <laughs> seagull took it. Can you imagine the 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 that conversation? I would test him. Like, <laughs> sir, are you on drugs? Yeah, we're going to have to have you pee in this cup. <laughs> Because none of what you said is believable. Oh man! <laughs> oh, so, that's awful. So it's 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 dude. I'm sorry if I if that sounded rude or you know, but it's still hilarious. Like because like if that happened to me, like it would suck. But what a story! He was like my tongue, and the seagull was like mine. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was good. <laughs> and then he was just like. This eagle bit my tongue. The eagle cut your tongue? What? The eagle made my tongue. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. That's that's the worst. Well, okay. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that little uh, that little segment because we... <laughs> I know I did. I know I did. Thank you guys for listening to What Did I Miss? All right, guys. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break, and then after that, we are going to dive into the main topic for today, and that is conspiracy theories. Be right back. And we're back. Back we are. Back we are. And today's main topic of discussion is... Let me say it. Let me say it. Okay. Conspiracy theories. Yes. (laughs) Do we license that music too? It's free. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm pretty sure it's free. We're going to find out if it's not. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Uh, All right. So from claims that NASA faked the moon landing to the Illuminati to aliens at Area 51, Americans love conspiracy theories. People in general, but specifically Americans. And I don't know what it is. There are minty, minty I said minty, but I just went for it. He was saying I minty. It. I liked it. Minty. <laughs> minty. There are many reasons as to why people allude to that, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, but we're not going to – like I decided to make this more of the the, the happier version of conspiracy theories. Yeah. We, we kind of we, – we, we, we talk about the – The ones we like to debate, not the ones that like cause us to not love our families anymore. Right. Yeah. And so uh, if you're like, oh, man, is this going to deep dive into all this really crazy – like political stuff no probably not I mean, we might hint at it here and there but we're not going to deep dive into it all not to that dark stuff anyways. no we're going to try to have fun with this right right because conspiracy theories originally were a really fun topic yes it was always just like that one fringe uncle that was like yes. hey you need to you need to listen to this yes like yes. i have an uncle one time that handed me a usb drive and was like look <laughs> don't let anybody else see what's on this usb drive but you need to look into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it was all kinds of crazy stuff, but, like, none of it was really detrimental to anything. Yeah. It was just weird things, <laughs> and, like, 99% of it was false <laughs> with just, like, a hint of truth, and I think that's how they get right, us. Right, exactly. Well, one of the most recent ones, and you could make this political, I guess, if you want, but one of the most recent ones was that – so with this whole snowpocalypse thing, 
there was an assumption that, like, hey, this is so odd. This is so different. This can't be real. Like, this. Yeah, like this had never happened before, and it's never physically possible. Right. And so people on, especially on TikTok, they would go outside, and this is mostly Texas, unfortunately, and they would go outside and they would get snow and they would get a lighter and put it underneath the snow and they would, you know, light it up and they would realize it's not melting. It's not real snow. It's not really ice. It's not, you know, whatever. And it's just like, that's what happens when we fail education. Oh no, for sure. (laughs) Like you guys don't understand, like, it has to get to the melting temperature. Yes. This snow was like negative four degrees snow. <laughs> it's the same reason why if you put it to a potato, it won't just melt. It's the yeah. same difference. <laughs> like anything can melt with the right temperature, but snow like has to get to 32 degrees. Right. If you start it off at zero degrees, it's got to warm up before it starts melting. Yes. The black marks you guys see is carbon scoring. That happens anytime you put fire on anything. <sighs> so – Conspiracy theories. They are there. There's some fun ones, and there are some crazy political ones. And today, we wanted to dive into one the history of conspiracy theories because Chris, I love history. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm a. I was a history major. I didn't graduate, but because I went to ministry and you know didn't finish, but I love history nonetheless, and I still like to dig in and read a lot. And so I decided to just spare a few minutes. I'm not going to go too long, but to kind of maybe talk about just how old conspiracy theories are, because most people kind of assume like, oh, it's like a modern thing, like, you know, Area 51, like that's like since the 50s or the 40s or whatever, or, um, you know, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln and his death, was it all, you know, staged or JFK or whatever these different things. And so uh, it actually goes back a lot Further than that. And so one of the first ones that I found, this probably isn't the first, but one of the first ones I did found, find was from 331 B.C. And so here's the story. It's in Rome, and there's a large amount of people who are just randomly dying. I mean, just, you know, dying. Right. Yeah, I mean, that happens in <laughs> yeah. ancient Rome. Right. Well, it was happening at such a large rate. Like, even like these huge, muscular Roman soldiers, they were just dying all of a sudden. And so, this slave girl approaches the magistrate, and she, she presumes to know why everything is happening. She has a theory. And so, she leads a team of investigators, and I'm going to uh, share the article later where I get most of this from. But she led a team of investigators to various houses where she claimed they would find an alliance of upper-class women secretly preparing poisons. And, spoiler alerts, they did. They found some upper-class women. <laughs> That's exactly what they found. Wow. That well, doesn't usually happen. Right. Well, okay, so sort of. So they find these women, and they are upper-class, and they are making these medicines. And so they, they, bring them, they bring these women to the magistrate to claim their innocence. And, they, and the magistrate basically goes, all right, you need to you know, tell us what you've been doing. And so they claim they've been making these medicines that are supposed to you know, fight against whatever is happening because they don't understand what's happening. Maybe it's witchcraft. Maybe it's, I don't know, some curse or – Whatever. They, they don't know. And so these women are right. creating these medicines to try to fix it all. And so what the judges or whatever they're called decide to do, it's like, all right, well, if it's really just medicine, then you drink it. And so they drank it, and then they died. But if you're not sick, taking medicine can also be bad for you. Right. Again, this is 331 B.C. So <laughs> they, 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 they thought it was like, oh, this is it. This is the answer. It was – these women who are doing it, and they, they caused all this mass hysteria and death. Until years later, uh, there was some ancient historian. Uh, his name was Livy? Livy? Livy, Livy, doesn't... Yeah, he's a Roman historian, and even modern historians have basically come to this conclusion that it wasn't actually these women who were creating these uh, this plague, but rather it was actually just 
a plague. <laughs> it was some kind of sickness. It was some kind of epidemic. Like something that just happened. Something that just randomly happened that evolved and, and started killing out everyone in Rome. And, and so it, it's, it's so funny, though, because like it's, it's actually in history. You can go back and look at it, and you have this, this, this evidence of people assuming things based on outward evidence. And, and that's so funny about this, too, is that even according to their evidence that they had, it, it looked like they solved it. It looked like they had it all figured out. But it wasn't until centuries later that they got the whole picture that it was like, okay, it was just – so it was just co- coincidental timing that right. the plague started to end when those women died. Yes, after drinking their own medicines. Yeah, it, like they were probably already infected, but it just didn't. It, it, it's not like they just you know drank it and then you know dropped dead. It was more like eventually they died. It, to us, it sounds like so silly, but to them, it's like oh, they drank the medicine and they died. There's the evidence. All that's all you need. And so, I I guess <laughs> I mean that's how these things become popular. Though it's like. There's a slight bit of proof. There's a slight bit of evidence, and mm-hmm. people jump to conclusions. And that's the thing. Correlation doesn't equal causation. It, it doesn't mean that you know if if, if it, it if something does happen, it doesn't mean that is the thing that caused it to happen. Right. It, it could be a coincidence. It could be just you know this just so happened to happen. Just like the snow thing. It's like just because Biden said this one quote that you know there's a winter you know like there's a storm coming. It's like he did not actually cause a winter an Arctic storm to come down with his witch powers to you know obliterate the South. No, 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 not witch powers. That's another conspiracy theory that. The government has a weather machine, oh, and yeah, it controls, like, regardless of who is president or I what forgot. party is in power, the government, just yeah. in general, has a weather machine yes. that controls the weather for the world. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. So we got to move on because I don't, I don't want to – I just think that's fun. <laughs> like, if I had a weather machine, I'd mess stuff up oh, all that's over true. the place. That's true. Earthquakes in New York, <laughs> tornadoes in California. I mean, when was the last time you guys had 110-degree weather? Now. <laughs> well, tomorrow you're going to say yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. So that's ancient history, but I'm going to kind of fast forward it to America because, it, it, like we said before, this is like really a big American thing. Like, obviously, there's conspiracy, conspiracy theories everywhere, but in America, it's really become a huge thing. And it's happened before this time, but I want to talk about the election of 1828, uh, uh, and that was between um, Andrew Jackson and John Quincy Adams. But before I get to that, I need to talk about the election of 1824, where we had five different candidates running for president because back then it wasn't just two parties and, you know. Because a two-party system is a bad idea. Yes. And so, anyways, you had a lot of different guys running for president, including John Quincy Adams, who, in case you didn't know, is the grandson of John Adams, who was the second president of the United States. And you had Andrew Jackson, who was a general and um, uh, a uh, just straight-up baller dude, but it was also racist, um, as were most of founding fathers. But um, anyways, <laughs> another story, guys. Um, so what happened in this election in 1824 is Andrew Jackson got the most votes. He had the most electoral votes and the most popular votes, but the problem was is that he didn't have the majority of votes. No one crossed that line that goes, hey, this is how many votes you need. I can't remember how, how many it was at the time. It wasn't 270 then, but um, it was a certain line, and no one crossed it. So it, essentially the decision came down to the House to elect the next president, and they elected John Quincy Adams to be president. And so a lot of people begin to speculate, especially Jackson supporters. They begin to speculate that, hey, the only reason why this happened and, – and here's a quote from uh, an article I read. is that Jackson supporters believe that the House Speaker Henry Clay helped Adams win the House election in return for being appointed secretary 
of state. And so this really caused a snowball effect into Andrew Jackson and who he was and basically created this whole uh, conspiracy theory that Andrew Jackson was this super authoritarian um, guy who just wanted to actually dis- dissolve dissolve the union and to create this empire. And Sounds familiar. <laughs> and he, he like here's one quote, is that this theory held that the pro-Jackson congressman Upset about the national government's attempt to impose a new tariff on imports, held secret meetings to discuss the dissolution of the union. None of this was proven, and though that didn't stop Jackson from winning, it did lead to years of more theories and speculations about Andrew Jackson that included theories of murder about the Freemasons and a whole bunch of other junk that was never actually proven. Why are the Freemasons always part always. of American conspiracy theories? Always involved. I don't know. Because, I don't know. I, you know, I actually— Sadly enough, I don't know enough history about the Freemasons to know. I, I think that's on purpose. <laughs> they don't want us to know. They don't want us to know. <laughs> so, long story short, I say all that to say that number one, conspiracy theories are not new. They they've existed for millennia. They have been around, and they have had different types of uh, implications into our politics and into how we vote for people. And um, and so Chris is going to talk about the next part of this. I talked about the history, but Chris is going to dive into something else, and that is the types of conspiracy theories. Because as we all know, not every conspiracy theory is the same. Not every conspiracy theory is equal. There are different types. Uh, So let's first start with the one that I think most people are familiar with, and that is the enemy outside type. Okay. Uh, so that refers to theories, you know, based on figures alleged to be scheming against a community from without. Uh, so like we said, we're going to try to avoid the current political <laughs> uh, hellscape that we're living in. You can put two and two together, guys. <laughs> um, so we'll just say, you know, if you guys have ever watched, like, The Walking Dead, that's oh, actually yeah. coming back. Uh, I, it came back yesterday. Yeah, I need to watch brand, season nine. Brand new episode showed yesterday. Uh, but if you're familiar with The Walking Dead, you know the group called The Saviors. They were not actually nice people, uh, <laughs> but they were attacking the group that the show follows, the people of Alexandria. Uh, so that is the difference there. Their community outside of Alexandria that is causing problems for Alexandria. Yeah. Uh, the next one would be The Enemy Within, which finds conspirators lurking inside the nation, indistinguishable from ordinary citizens. Uh, so, like, during the Cold War with McCarthyism, that was a huge, mm, like, yeah. rampant uh, conspiracy theory that got a good amount of Americans. Oh, yeah. Everyone's uh, communist or your neighbor might be yep, a communist. Your neighbor might be a, a communist. Everybody thought their neighbor was a Russian spy. Yeah. And it was a big deal because you never know who the problem is. Right. You're just kind of hoping that your neighbors aren't <laughs> Russian spies because then you have to do something about it. Yeah. Uh, so that was another issue there. Um, another type would be the enemy above, which involves powerful people manipulating events for their own gain. Again, <laughs> avoiding our current political landscape. Uh, let's reference Illuminati, well, right? I, I'm not saying it. <laughs> uh, let's go with Harry Potter. How about that? Uh, so, <laughs> okay. like in Harry Potter, when everybody was saying, "Oh, look, uh, the one who shall not be named is back," and oh, the Ministry yeah. of Magic was like, "No, no, no, we're not. He's not back. We're yeah. not talking about that." Because they were in his pocket the whole time. The people in charge of Hogwarts and the magical world, basically, were saying that, oh, this isn't true because they were the ones that were causing the problems. Right, yeah. So anytime a powerful person is the root of that conspiracy theory, that's called the enemy above. Gotcha. 
We also have The Enemy Below, which features the lower classes working to overturn the current social order. I think of like um uh what is it? Is it anonymous? Is that the is that the hack yeah. the hack group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the, that, the hacking group anonymous. Is like, that does that know, qualify you think? I think so cuz they're not like super powerful people. Nobody knows who they are. Yeah. They just want to overturn the social order as it is. Yeah. Uh, so something like that, yeah. Um, the one I was thinking of was like the Matrix. Oh, so yeah. when the people got freed, they had like literally nothing. They had to build their own ships from scratch. Right. And all that stuff. They lived in the hovel basically called yeah. Zion. Um, something like that. You know, the, the little guy fighting against the current social yeah. order. Uh, whether it's for good or bad doesn't really matter. That's just the type of conspiracy that it is. Yeah. And then the last one would be like benevolent conspiracies. Right. So angelic forces that work behind the scenes to improve the world and help people. Uh, kind of like, I guess, uh, what's a good one? Adjustment Bureau. Oh, Have you ever yeah, seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, uh, Matt Damon and um, Emily, Emily Blunt? I think it was Emily Blunt. It's literally been years since I've seen it. But <laughs> if I'm remembering right, they were like angels and their halos were hats. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. had fedoras that oh, they yeah, wore. Oh, yeah, that was dope. <laughs> um, but they were basically adjusting every little aspect of human life, and oh, yeah. they would just like make these tiny adjustments anytime somebody f uh, strayed too far off track, right. just to keep the normal order going, to keep everything working out as good as it can. Gotcha. Because we do have free will, but they wanted to make tiny adjustments and kind of guide us where we needed to go. Right. And that was the whole point of that movie, which benevolent conspiracies. Yeah. So that's those are the different types of conspiracies, and I'm sure like you can break them down into different subsects, and there's yeah. more than just the five that we talked about. Yeah. Um, but those are like the main ones, the ones you hear most about. Right. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. When we were when we were researching this, and the ones that we just read off were from this guy named Jesse Walker in the book uh, United States of Paranoia. But there's like different, like Chris said, there's different versions, there's different you know depths to all these different ones. But those are kind of like the general fundamental foundational yeah. ones. And those, so. those are the ones that affect Americans the most. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like like you said, Jesse Walker wrote a good book about it if you guys want to read that. Yeah, okay, so speaking of that, um, we, we have a question. Well, the, the question that when we were thinking about this this episode and about conspiracy theories, I wanted to ask, why do, why do conspiracy theories catch on so much? And it comes down to motives. And so there's a uh, PhD professor of soci social psychology at University of Kent, um, Karen Douglas, and she, she has these three explanations. And so, Chris, do you want to go first or should I go first with this? Uh, you go first. Okay. I'll, I'll take the second one. So the first of these motives is the epistemic uh, motives. And in, in a nutshell, epistemic motives really just refer to the need for knowledge and certainty and I guess the motive or desire to have information. And so it, it's really this – we as human beings – we we love to know things. We love to have to have all of the picture. And if you want to get theological with this, this is like – I think of it like this is that uh, the reason why I'm so at least recently skeptical about conspiracy theories, whether they're legitimate or not, is because it's, it's the fight to have to know everything. And that's the whole point of faith is that you're not supposed to know everything. You're supposed to have this level of, hey, I don't know everything. That's why I put faith in God. That's why I don't know the whole story. I don't know the whole picture, but that's why I put my trust in a being who has more knowledge and more information than I do. And so with epistemic motives um, – we we all want to kind of know the truth. People want to want an explanation, and they want to you know have the certainty, they have that sense of, oh, I, I I know that I'm okay, or that I know that I'm not, and that I can fix things. And so um, that's the first one, epistemic. Okay. So the second one would be uh, more like 
existential motives. Yeah. Uh, they really just refer to like people's needs to feel safe and secure in the world that they live in. Yeah. Because it's a scary place. Yep. Uh, they they feel like they have some kind of power or autonomy over the things that happen to them. So when things happen that they don't have control over, people don't like to feel powerless. Mm, yeah, They don't like to feel out of control. So they reach these conspiracy theories uh, that allow them to feel like they have some kind of information that at least explains why they don't have control over that. Yeah. Um, so like... Mm. You wake up in the morning, you go outside, you have like a newspaper on the doorstep every day. All of a sudden, your newspaper starts disappearing. Yeah. The conspiracy being that your neighbor, Ralph, is stealing <laughs> your newspapers. Darn Ralph. Uh, come to find out, a couple of weeks later, you just forgot to pay your newspaper <laughs> subscription. Right. Um, but, you know, conspiracy theory, Ralph did it. Right, that, right. That's that kind of thing. And research has shown that people who do feel powerless and disillusioned tend to gravitate more towards conspiracy theories than anything. Right. So when you're like, when you have no idea what's going on, you start to make stuff up right. with any amount of information you have, and that can become a conspiracy theory. You know, before we move on, and by the way, we're going to kind of dive into our favorite conspiracy theories. I don't know if I said that earlier, and we're going to like just have some fun with it too. But, it, but one of the things that makes conspiracy theories, like especially now, such a hot uh, topic is because there are real legitimate Things that can make um, that, that can make us believe one thing, but they're really not. And one of those things is like deep fakes. Oh yeah, dude, deep fakes are horrifying. Holy crap, they are so scary, dude. I mean, there. I mean, there's some guys out there who who really made it look good. Like there's some really dumb ones on the internet, but there's some really good ones out there. And by good, I mean like it looks like it is Tom Cruise talking to you, or or it's like you put. It's just it's just phenomenal how realistic it is, and mm -hmm. so you have things like deep fakes, and you have things like manipulating uh, documents, and all these other things that helps push this narrative that everything out there is false, and the only person you can listen to is the person who makes you feel comfortable. Right, and that's scary because all you have to do as a leader or as as a uh, as a person in power is to manipulate manipulate people to believe that you are making them feel comfortable. Right. If you can feel if you can make if you can make someone feel comfortable, you can make them do so many crazy crazy things. Which is exactly why I'm starting a cult, uh, the cult <laughs> of Christopher. You guys are more than welcome to join. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, haven't I haven't figured it out yet. I don't know what we're going to do, what we're going to be about. Probably something involving donuts. I'm in. I'm in. That's all it needs, right? Yeah, that's it. And so, um, anyways, I, I'm willing to like at least point that out. Like, obviously, there are some things, especially now, that are that are at least making some conspiracy theories not necessarily more true, but maybe more plausible, more believable. Yeah, right. And and that's what the danger, and that's why we have to really begin to rely on things like science and mathematics and physics and psychology and all these different things that actually have evidence and testing and and um, ways to identify what is actually true because anything that gets put on to any right-wing, left-wing news outlet could be just someone's opinion and not actually true. But because you feel comfortable in that situation, you believe it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah. I think if we're going to get a little political, <laughs> my favorite one recently was that the California wildfires were started by a secret Jewish space laser. That was not a left or a right thing no, initially, no. but then there were a few politicians from the right, unfortunately, that latched on to it. Yep. And it just, like wildfire, spread. Oh. 
And for some reason, people were just like, yep, that, that's the truth. It had to happen. Right. The final set of motives we would call social motives, and those refer to people's desire to feel good about themselves as individuals and also feel good about themselves in terms of the groups that they belong to, which is basically what I've been talking about. Yeah. And potentially one way of doing that is to feel that you have access to information that other people don't necessarily have. So, like, I remember when I was, um, like, I was really diving into history, and I learned the fact that the Declaration of Independence, in Declaration of Independence, wasn't actually fully signed until August of 1776. You're saying that it wasn't the Fourth of July. Correct. That was that was the day they started signing it, but they didn't finish it. And all the names on that on that document were not put in until I think like the middle of August. Now it's not that big of a deal, but I remember how empowered I felt when I learned that. I, I remember feeling so proud and prideful of that because it's like. I know a bit of information that other people don't. You become one of those, well, actually, guys. Yes. Yeah, I hate those guys. <laughs> I hate those guys. Sometimes I'm that guy, and I hate myself for it. Yeah, yeah. I think we all had those. But the reason why is because we get so – we just like this this social motives is we feel so empowered, the fact that we know something that someone else doesn't. And a lot of times is we don't take the, the actual legitimate time to investigate and research and to actually know what we know. And so – um Man, that, that's just – it's just – conspiracy theories can be fun, but they've often led to dangerous outcomes. I got to tell you, one conspiracy theory I've had to deal with working for Disney um, – I do not speak for the brand or the company, <laughs> but I used to work at Disney World, and the question I got asked all the time is, hey, where's Walt's head? <laughs> People would just be like, yeah, I heard, uh, I heard Walt's head is frozen somewhere. Where do you guys keep it? Is it in the back? Can I see it? I'm like, sir – I am making minimum wage. <laughs> Even if that were true, I do not have access to right. Walt Disney's head. <laughs> I cannot show you Walt Disney's head. Eventually, it just got to the point where I'd be like, oh, yeah? No, follow me. I'll show you. And people, would, people would follow me, and I would just go random places and then leave. <laughs> like, you're going to ask me dumb questions. I'm going to lead you on a dumb adventure. Right. <laughs> That's what I did. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> um. And it doesn't help either, and I'll wrap up the technical part behind all this, is that we have things like deep fake, but also movies that make you believe that anything like the government is behind everything and you know certain leaders are doing things behind the scenes that we don't know of. And you know what? I wouldn't put it past politicians to do shady things. I don't think they're smart enough in most cases. Valid point. Uh, however, I, I don't I – don't, um, I wouldn't say that – all politicians have great motives. I will say it like that. And so I wouldn't put it past them to do shady things or to at least have shady motives behind what they're doing. However, until I can see the evidence, we can't move forward because we, we can all just be uh, thrown off based off just hunches and theories and, and you know opinions of others. And right. it, it, we just keep going in circles and circles and circles until we're just distracted and other things happen because we're distracted. Yeah. It's one of the dangers of conspiracy theories is they take away the attention that yes. should be put to plausible things. Right, right, for sure. Okay, that's enough of the serious stuff. We we wanted to kind of dive in into some of our favorites. So this is our top three favorite or most plausible theories. So um, we don't necessarily agree with these theories. We just think they're interesting. Or oh no, I I believe in all of these. Theories. <laughs> okay, every well, single one of them, uh, all of them. For mine, I don't. Um, but um. 
<laughs> okay, let, let's go back and forth. I'll start with my least favorite, and we'll kind of just keep going, keep going back and forth, okay? All right. My third favorite is is my third favorite because not because I believe it's real, but because I've it's 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 just so freaking hilarious to actually look at the technology in 1969, and it's that the moon landing moon landings were fake, guys. There was no such thing as CGI back then. Any kind of imagery, any kind of um, editing that you could do on screen looked like crap. The government didn't have didn't have some magical power to make things look realistic back then. Yeah, that's why they did it all in a soundstage. No, it it doesn't look that good. It, you can look at the kind of sound stuff in the movies they made back then. Nothing comes even close. Look, the only thing you would need to make a moon landing fake is the starry background. Chris, I know you're doing this just to get <laughs> under my skin, but bro, it's starting to tick me off. No, guys, there is real science. There is look, you, you can run an actual science experiment to prove that people have been on the moon. There's they put a mirror up there, and you can bounce a laser off of that mirror on the moon, and you can get a reading back. You sure the aliens didn't put it there, homie? Look, if they did, then that's another conspiracy theory we can go down later. But anyways, moon landings, number three for me. You, Chris, number three. All right. Uh, my number three would be the the Earth's Grand Line. I don't know if it has an actual name for this theory. Yeah. But there are 21 ancient mysterious oh, sites yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Easter Island and the Pyramids of Giza all follow one line directly across the Earth. Like you can draw a straight line from each one to the next. Right. And it all goes in a perfect circle around the earth yeah these uh so wild these ancient it. sites though were like spread across hundreds of thousands of years um you know like mesopotamia and giza um easter island they were all made at different times they were all made out of like stone though yeah. that is huge and based on the technology that we know was available unmovable right but they stacked the stuff so perfectly that in some places you can't even get like a razor blade so in crazy. between the stones and they've lasted so long because they're earthquake proof. There's no like cement or anything like that. It's yeah. just it's there and it's crazy. You know, there, there there is some there is some legitimate like, huh? There's something weird about that. Like yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not saying it's aliens. I'm not saying it was divine. But there is something odd going there. Like I'm saying it's aliens. <laughs> like, bro, come on. You think that they figured out a way to do this on multiple continents? Over the course of different times of human civilization, and somehow, like, we don't know what's going on. Like, we have no idea how any of that stuff happened. Right. It's just there. I, yeah. And it all lines up perfectly with, like, sun, moon, stars, all of that stuff. It, it's all exact where it needs to be. Like, it is insane. Like, if you look into this stuff, you might find yourself falling for some conspiracy theories. We'll, we'll, put, sure. we'll, we'll put these in the show notes as well. Just oh, yeah. I've seen the video, and I've seen, like, the line. It's like... Oh, that is really, really, really yeah, strange. Yeah, you can, like, use the golden ratio to determine, like, the different rates, uh, yes. different distances, and when they were built and all that stuff. It's cool. insane. Yeah, oh, my God. I mean, it, the it's crazy. thinking about that. Okay, all right. Next up. Okay, so this one I actually didn't hear about until last year, but I thought it was really interesting. Um, so if you watched uh, The Last Dance, uh, it's on Netflix now. At the time, it was on ESPN+. Plus. Right. Uh, I know you're not into a lot of sports, Chris. Not super into sports, but I was alive for this. 
Oh, yeah, I remember this. Oh, interesting. I don't remember this. Maybe I just because I wasn't into basketball at the time. But uh, So, long story short, there was a, um, a theory from Michael Jordan that he had been poisoned. And I can't remember the exact date. Uh, oh, 1997. There it is. I was reading my notes. And um, what happened was is he had ordered a pizza, and then these five guys show up. This is not five guys and fries. This is just random five guys show it up to deliver his pizza. Odd. You don't get five people delivered. You never, like, call for a pizza, and then your delivery guy and four of his homies just show right. up. <laughs> they just needed a ride. They're just here with me. Yeah. I also drive Uber. <laughs> 20 years before Uber yeah. was a thing. And so, anyways, Michael Jordan, he, he took the pizza. He paid the guys, and, you know, I'm sure they took pictures or whatever. And he, he mem- I remember in the in the documentary, he says, like, eh, I probably shouldn't eat this. And then he, like, took some bites. And then, sure enough, like, the next day, he got or like, that night, he got super sick. And so, long story short, he blamed some kind of conspiracy that someone was out trying to poison him and trying to mess him up, rather yeah. to kill him or to mess him up for the game. Yeah. And so, anyways, but at first when I heard this, like before watching the documentary, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. But then you watch it and you're like, oh. That really could have happened. That could have happened. Yeah. Someone might have been trying to take out MJ. Which, understandable. I mean, he's literally the best basketball player. Hands down. Of all time at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now it's there's debate. You know, is it him? Is it LeBron? Who, 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 who? is it? But Who's that? Don't do this to me, Tim. <laughs> you know. Don't do this to me. All right, next up, Chris. Uh, my next one. Okay, so get this, right? Princess Amin-Ra. Oh, my freaking God. Was, okay, so she was this 1,500-year Egyptian princess, basically. She wasn't that old. That's how long ago it was. Yeah, in the 1500s. Okay, sorry. Yeah. 1500 BC, <laughs> mind you. 1500 right. BC. Yeah. Uh, she was an Egyptian princess that was buried in a sarcophagus. You know, you've seen movies. She looked like yeah. the mummy. All right, guys, hold on. Before Chris goes on, buckle up, put your seatbelts on. This is a wild ride. This is a wild ride. Like, at no point in time was I expecting this. <laughs> Go. So, in the 1890s, four men bought the mummy. They bought it. They were going to put it in a museum, show it off, you know, add it to a circus, whatever you would do with a mummy at that time. Yeah, who knows? Um, out of the four of them, one disappeared. Mm. One went bankrupt. Yep. One was incredibly sick for a long time, like detrimentally ill. Right. And the last one was shot to death. Mm. After that, a London businessman bought it from the survivors. Okay. His house caught on fire. Yeah. And then three of his family members randomly died. Oh. Just like out of nowhere, they were just dead. Okay. No explanation. At this point in the story, it's like, okay, yeah, all these really horrible things happen. But, you know, you're like, you still kind of hold on to like, okay, it could just be all coincidence. Until. Until the next thing happens. All right. So his house catches on fire. His people die. They sell it to a museum. The museum guards start refusing to go near it because they hear screaming, sobbing, thumping, and scratching coming from the inside of this sarcophagus at night. Yeah, yeah. Like night at the museum, but horror movie edition. No Robin Williams. There's no happy happiness. No, there's no happiness there. They're just – and they won't go near it. They refuse. Right. Um, Somebody from there, a photographer, decided he was going to take a picture of it. Mm Mm-hmm. When he developed the picture, he saw a crazy face in the picture Ugh. and shot himself. Ugh. Like, it drove him to suicide. This man killed himself over a picture he took. From there, you know, all of this horrible stuff happens. So who decides to buy it next? Obviously an American. Sure, yeah, because naturally. Because that's who we are as people. Ah, like, it, the it, British can't handle it. Yeah, yeah, the British can't handle it. We'll take care well, of it. We, we want a war. Back to back, you know. Two world wars. 
So this American, well, at the time, no World Wars, but this American bought it, and in April of 1912, he decided to have it shipped over to America yeah. so that he could put it on display in the Smithsonian. Naturally, yeah. And guess what ship he shipped it on? Huh. The Titanic. The freaking Titanic. It was on the Titanic. Oh, my gosh. When it sank. <laughs> Guys, think about this. Look, 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 look. I, I, I can, I can, I can, I can kind of get behind, like, the, the, like, okay, yeah, these guys got sick. You know, maybe there was, like, some kind of disease on it that, you know, caused some of these guys to go crazy or whatever. Like, you can come up with something. But at what point do you just decide, let's leave this thing at the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> because for me, it would have been when the first guy died. Right. That's some horror movie stuff that I just don't get involved with. Yep, no. Somebody died around that thing? No, we're going to leave it there. <laughs> no. No, you're not bringing it near me. Leave it there. I said leave it. Take your hands off of it. Leave it let the, there. Let the Germans pick it up or something, right? Like, let them. Yeah, <laughs> give it to the Germans. <laughs> we're about to start a world war with them. Yeah, give yeah. it to them. Uh, okay. Not okay. All right. Not okay. Uh, What's your next one, bud? All right, your, this is your my, last one. Your biggest one. What yeah, is yeah. your favorite? One? And it's not even that big, but it, I think it's the most plausible, only because we live on a very vast planet, and we are constantly discovering new creatures. And so, my last one is not like one in particular, but it's like Bigfoot and um, uh, the Yeti and all these different all the cryptids. Yeah, all these different creatures that we have, you know, believed that. You know, some mythical, some um, some stories about you know great big apes or whatever. Now, I'm not saying there is a you know um, a Bigfoot out in you know the Wyoming or wherever the areas. Of the All right, no state. joke. I am saying that. I believe it. Do you really? I do. I believe in Bigfoot 100. I'm not even joking. Now, I, I don't know if I would go that far, but I would definitely say okay. There, I would not put it past there being some kind of creature that we just haven't discovered yet. It could be Bigfoot or something that we allude to Bigfoot. But, like, I mean, especially the ocean, there are so many different creatures that we are discovering nonstop. Now, granted, most of them are small, but at the same time, it's like we live on a big planet, and we've only really discovered so much of it. So I wouldn't put it past there being some really crazy creatures out there that we have mythicized and put into legend and folklore but are actually real and might be looked different than what we thought, yeah. but they're actually there. Like like stuff like the uh, – what was it? The, the Kraken. Oh, yeah, like yeah. They recently found a colossal squid that yeah. explains the Kraken. It's freaking huge. Because that thing was massive. Yeah. And people were like, oh, the Kraken's fake. The Kraken's fake until like three years ago. Yeah. It was like recently we found this thing was yeah, a these, real creature. These things are killing sperm whales and like like choking them to death by putting their tentacles in their throats. And it's like, oh, yeah, this thing could take down a ship. A hundred percent it could take down. Like back then, the ships looked like whales. Right. Like how's the squid supposed to know, yeah. right? <laughs> Like, that stuff could be real. I think, honestly, that's why NASA's exploring space. Ooh. Like, a lot of people are like, well, there's so much of our planet that's undiscovered. No, they discovered it. That's why they're trying, trying to, to leave. <laughs> that's why they're trying to leave. Elon Musk, he came across something. He's trying to get us out of here. He's like, all right, guys, we're going to Mars. There's, no, there's no oceans on Mars. We're going to Mars. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I believe. <laughs> Let's terraform that planet and get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Chris, did you have another one? I do. So, my last one. Which is my favorite of like my favorite conspiracy theory of all time. Birds aren't real. Go on. Let's talk about this. Okay. Okay. So the theory goes that in nineteen fifty nine some government people were just like, you know what? There's too many birds. <laughs> there are too many birds. They're pooping on everything. They're eating up all the seeds, all the corn. I've got this plan. So to literally kill two birds with one stone, they <laughs> 
genocided 12 billion birds oh, over Lord. the course of the next 20 years. Jeez. And they replaced them with government surveillance drones shaped like birds. So this is the 1950s? It started in the 1950s. The theory came out in the 1970s. So, See, this is the same reason why I don't think the moon landing <laughs> stuff is any credible. Like, you can't – the technology back then was not up to par. Maybe it was. They just haven't released it to the public. No. Because there's a lot of, like – No. There's a lot of government things that are, like, super classified, and then they declassify them, and all of a sudden we have cell phones. I don't know. Look, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Come on. No, Come on. No, no. So, look, here's the theory, though. So the government genocided 12 billion birds, replaced them with government surveillance drones. Bird poop – that isn't natural bird poop, like from regular surviving birds, yeah. is oil discharge, different things from the machines. Uh, the birds that, like, sit on power lines, that's how they charge. <laughs> but, like, at any given point, you are either looking at a real bird or it is a government surveillance drone. Vultures are used for sanitation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So some birds are used for different things. Vultures are sanitation, oh uh, like crows God. and pigeons are surveillance. Hummingbirds are assassination drones. Like there's all kinds of like craziness <laughs> that goes into these theories. But not only is this such an insane theory that like it's out there in the Internet, it's become a meme and they've started selling merch. Oh, my gosh. My kid Tyler has like hats. He's got a birds aren't real mask. He's got a hoodie. Like, he's really getting into the merch. I don't know if he really uh, believes it or not. It's plausible. No. I No. I don't know, okay, man. Okay, maybe, the, maybe That's now. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. There are little hints of truth to these things that could kind of make it believable. Okay, the, the only part I could believe in this is that these theories came around. It wasn't true at the time, but the military heard wind of it, and it was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Let's try that. Like, I'm not saying they <laughs> genocided 12 billion birds and replaced them over the years with surveillance drones, but like maybe now one out of every hundred birds you see might be a surveillance drone. Okay, I, I could, I could, yeah, that's like possible. There, there are some birds that just like sit on the power line for hours and no idea what's going on in their heads. Maybe they're just watching and listening, and then um, they move on. Just <laughs> and then they move on. All right, guys, those are our conspiracy theories, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. But we're not done yet. Don't leave yet. We're, we're, we are not done with this podcast. We're never done. We are, <laughs> I thought I told you that we don't stop. There is always more, but that is all we have about conspiracy theories. But after this, we want to come back to some listener questions and some other things. We will be right back. We're back. Back we are. Back we are. Back again. All right, guys. Hey, before we move on, I just want to give a shout out. We this is this is new podcast. We are fresh into this, and so uh, I feel like I, as I listen to podcasts, you know, a lot. There's different plugins at different times, and so I'm always kind of questioning when should I do a plugin for like to rate us and whatever. And so I chose today to be right here. So guys, if you're listening to this, uh, take the time just for a quick moment to rate us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, whatever platform you use. Let us know how much you like the show. If you don't like the show, you don't have to say anything. Just move on with life. Go enjoy your coffee, your tea, whatever it is. Uh, but if you do like this show, you like hearing Chris and I talk about random stuff, conspiracy theories, you know, whatever, uh, make sure to like and share and comment and, and please rate us because we, we'd like to know that we're doing something Cool. Yeah. Also, this is like our third episode, so if you don't like us, I'm sure you've stopped listening by now. Um, right. But make sure you leave a review. You know, nice words always help us out. Yes. Because look, we we want we want to do things good. Like when Chris and I decided to do this thing, it's like we're not doing this to. Well, 
I don't know. I, I mean, I do want to. I already told you, it's cheaper than therapy. It's true. I, I enjoy doing this. I do it for people, but also like I want to do it well, and I want to do it with good quality and with good content. So, uh, let us know what you guys think, and rate and subscribe and share and all that stuff. If so, you guys have any topic ideas you want ooh, us to discuss, yes. let us know. Um, you know, if you have any questions for us, we yes. would love to answer your questions. Yes, because about n- anything, anything, guys, we will answer anything. It doesn't have to be about the topic of the week. It could be about anything, which le- which leads us to the the questioner at the, the ooh, ooh, let me start that one over, which leads us to the question of the week by our friend Aaron. Uh, and he asked, how easy would it be to convince you to shave your eyebrows off? So for me. Probably not super easy. No, I, I think I think we should like make a game out of this. Is what would it take? Um, you could definitely pay me to do it. I don't know how much. Right. So what is what is that thing? What could you be given? What could you receive in order to shave off your eyebrows? I don't know, man. Like I'm in sales for my job, so I kind of need eyebrows. Like I can't look <laughs> like a weirdo. I mean, brand new lightsaber. No, nah, I wouldn't do it. Brand new car. A car, yeah, for sure. Brand new car? For a brand new car, yeah. Interesting. The car is your limit. Limit is your middle ground there. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, brand new TV. No, I just bought one. Mm. I can't think of anything else. I don't think I do it for a PS5. No? Not a PS5? No, because at any point in time, like I feel like I could just get one when they're available. <laughs> So you know. could save up for that. Yeah, that, that's an easily savable thing. I right. Think. I think I think the car might be my limit too. I think a car. I, I think I'm just really proud of my eyebrows. They're super thick, and I nice. oh, oh, thank you. I've always like people have always like I really don't judge people's eyebrows. Like that's not my thing, but I've always get complimented about mine, and so I'm just like, oh, thanks. Kind of looks like Lily Collins a little bit. Not gonna lie. Thank I you. like your eyebrows. I don't know who that is, but thank you. Phil Collins's daughter. Oh, I know who Phil Collins is. I didn't. Know if he had a daughter or anything yeah, about uh, it. What what movie was she in? Mirror Mirror, the Snow White one, where she had like the really thick eyebrows. No, yeah. it's a good movie. Check it out. All right, all right, all right. Well, that's our uh, our Ask Chris and Tim. If you have any questions, please reach out to us. Ask your questions on social media, email, however you want to reach out to us, because we would love to hear your questions. Actually, you know, one more thing on that. I think I could convince you to shave your eyebrows. How? I have a pretty good history of convincing you to do dumb stuff by telling you. <laughs> No, it's cool. We're going to make a video out of it. Oh, no. No, no. I've got video evidence of you licking a salt lamp inside of a store in the mall. I was like 16. It doesn't count. I think I could do it again. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I mean, good luck. Good luck to you, Chris. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, next up we have Shower Thoughts. With, I gotta figure out a cool jingle with this. I gotta figure. Yeah, we out. gotta get a song for this one too. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, next segment, short mini segment, shower thoughts with Chris. What do you have, Chris? If I buy a banana cutter or a potato peeler, I am still the banana cutter or potato peeler. Beautiful, elegant, simple, easy, thought provoking. That's it. That's Thank all you. I got. Thank you for that shower thought. Appreciate it. Moving on from that, um, our next subject, like we were talking earlier, is well, actually. <laughs> Tim is not usually one of those well, actually guys, but for this segment, he will be. I have been in the past. I, I will. I will own up to it. Okay, I am not. I I, have, I. I think it all the time. One hundred percent. All the time, when people say something, I'm like, eh, okay, all right. So, okay. So the assumption is is that when you hear the word the Wild West. 
you think of like guns blazing, people dying all the time. You tombstone. Know. Right, tombstone, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, based on some uh, research uh, between 1859 and 1900, there were actually estimated only 12 bank robberies. Only 12 in you know 40 years in the entirety of the so-called Wild West. 12. Like 12 total? 12. Or like 12 different bank robbers? No, 12 total bank robberies. And the grand total of gun-related murders in the frontier towns came to about only 1.5 per year. That is not how Five Old Goes West made me feel about the, mo- <laughs> the Wild West. Right. Like, you think about, like, all the time travel movies, and, you, like, you go back to, like, you know, the Wild West, and you're like, you, you better, like, have some cavalier on or something. Like, you just never know who might just pull a gun on you because you, you know, looked at him weird or something. Right. No. So, like, and there's more. There, there could have been 1.5 gun-related murders in some U.S. cities today in the, in the same time it took you to listen to that last sentence. That's insane. Yeah. Like, in the full year. Oh, man, that's wild. Right. I guess that's why they call it the wild, wild west. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening to my, well, actually. All right, let's move on. Uh <laughs> Last segment, I guess. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. What do you have for us on conspiracy theories, Tim? Science is not bad. No, not at all. Science is not an entity that is out to get you. It is not a – it doesn't have motives. It doesn't have feelings. It doesn't try to convince you of anything. Science is just science, and it doesn't try to prove itself. It doesn't try to prove anything. We use tools to allude to what truth is. Yeah. Um, And so when it comes to conspiracy theories – my when it comes to me and my rule of thumb is I go okay some things look reasonable they look plausible but what does the evidence show some things are fun to think about birds that are actually government surveillance you know that's like you know plausible but until I see like a bird on the side of a road that has like electrical you know stuff like circuits come, right yeah you know I'm I'm, I'm not going to say that's truth you know I could say that you know I could see the government doing something crazy like that but until I see it. And that's the dangerous side behind it is because everyone can always go, well, I don't know. I could see the government doing that. I could see that party doing this, or I could see, you know, whatever is doing that. But until you actually see the real, real, real evidence of it, you're always in that circle of just distrust. That's all it really comes yeah. down to. And so, you know, it kind of, that's why those those motives were so important for us to talk about it because a lot of it comes down to, you know, the social need to have all the information, all the knowledge. And that can lead to some really fun conversations, but also really dangerous um, uh, problems as a culture because we corporately come together and share these theories that have no evidence behind it and right. make it a thing and act upon it. That's that's where I come in on that. Like conspiracy theories are fun and all that. Sure, you know, depending on which ones you get some information on. Right. Uh, but when they become your entire personality, that's when it's like, all right, man, you need to. Let's take a step back. Let's relax, read some books, get into the science of right. it, like find some real evidence. Don't just go off of what you feel. Right. You know, not everybody's out to get you. Not yeah. everybody's trying to, you know, convince <laughs> you to believe their way. Most cases, people don't care about you. Like, I know that sounds mean, but like most yeah, of like, the time, people don't care about the you. The government's <laughs> doing all of this stuff to watch me. and The government doesn't care about you, man. <laughs> The government's got other issues to worry right. about. <laughs> it's it's not that serious. <laughs> so I guess that's my thing. Like, just watch yourself. Make sure it doesn't become who you are yeah. as a conspiracy theorist. Right. Like a lot of the the people that got sucked into some of the conspiracy theories of the day, like 
we mentioned earlier, McCarthyism, like they were really mean to other people. Yeah. Like they were attacking neighbors because that became who they were. Yep. So you got to be careful of that stuff with conspiracy theories. Yep, for sure. All right, guys. Well, I think that is all we have regarding this podcast because, I mean, we could really, really go further into it, but I think I think it's a good place to end it. I think so. It's time to wrap it up, kind of say goodbye. Alvita Zane. Alvita. I do. I do. I do. Uh, to you and you and you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of anything other than goodbye. I, I need to learn other foreign languages. So long. Farewell. So long. Farewell. Adios. I don't know most languages, but uh, there you go. There you go. All right, guys. We love you all. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you guys next time. Bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Always More podcast. For further information and to contact Chris or Tim, you can email them at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at alwaysmorepod. I like that. That was good. Yeah. Yes.